0: You're listening to Fit Girl, your guide to getting in shape, the podcast dedicated to helping you get in shape and stay in shape by focusing on training, nutrition, and motivation. Work out smarter, not harder. This podcast is giving you the tips, insights, and guidance that I give all my personal training clients. You can work with me online as your personal fitness trainer and personal development coach. Check out your options at fitnessmakeover.com podcast episode number 161 in this episode simple swaps to healthy eating and weight loss how to transform your personal power to accomplish more this year and five ways to get the best use out of your home cardio equipment are you still sticking with your new year's resolutions be sure to go to the Facebook page for Fit Girl USA and let me know what your biggest fitness obstacles are and if you're still on track for your New Year's resolutions. Just go to facebook.com forward slash fitgirlusa. Now when it comes to nutrition you don't have to starve yourself or exercise for hours and hours to see results. You just need to make maybe a few little dietary changes because that can make a huge difference in your results and in your waistline too. Now the best way to do this is to recognize smart substitutions and use them whenever you can. So for example if you're using bread use cabbage or collard greens or even lettuce in place of that bread and that's going to save you anywhere from 70 to 150 calories per slice. Now remember, just because bread has grains and uh, oats and other good qualities in it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a low calorie food. So you might just have to read your label there. And anytime you can substitute something that is green for something that is processed, you're always going to come out ahead in the nutrient aspect. Now, the benefits, of course, for having more green vegetables in your diet are the health perks of better cholesterol, more fiber, um, all the anti-cancer compounds that are found in natural vegetables. There's just a slew of things that can help uh, protect you against different ailments as well. So, obviously, the more green, the better. Now, another simple swap out that you can try, maybe you haven't thought of this, is spaghetti squash instead of pasta. Now spaghetti squash has a noodle-like flesh and that has a similar consistency to pasta but it doesn't have all the carbohydrates and it has a lot more fiber as well and that's great because the fiber actually fills you up and spaghetti squash is full of antioxidants. Now of course antioxidants are also going to help us recover quicker from workouts. And of course you're going to be saving a bunch of carbohydrates and extra calories and you won't have any of the guilt either. Now of course the different spices and things you can use to make it more flavorful if you want to but you really don't have to. If you have any of your own suggestions for swapping out foods that are more healthy for others that might not be as optimal, please go ahead and send me an email or post it on the Facebook page. Now I'm still hoping to finish the Motivation Academy or Personal Power Academy that I'm working on and this is basically from the Fitness Makeover Workshops and taking the most important part of it, which is the Gaining Control part, and breaking that down into different modules that you can work at on your own pace. And develop your own personal power, your own powerful self talk goal setting, everything that basically when it comes to fitness is intangible. It's really hard to put into words what is motivation. Well, motivation usually comes from deep within you. And sometimes we don't know how to bring that out or to keep it in the forefront when we need it. So the gaining control part of the Fitness Makeover Workshop is all about determining what's important to you, what you want to get out of life, how you can support yourself, and how you can create habits that will get you to your goals, and how to overcome obstacles. Which is why I want you to go ahead and on the Facebook page and tell me what are your obstacles. I want to know what is maybe keeping you from reaching your ideal body. Now, just to let you know, there are only about eight of the original Fitness Makeover workshop kits left. And when they're gone, they're going to be gone. They're not going to be reprinted. This is the DVDs and the workbooks that go along with the exercise, nutrition, and gaining control parts of the live Fitness Makeover workshop. So it's kind of your last chance if you want to get a hard copy of these things. You can still order them at fitnessmakeover.com forward slash cart. From now on, it's all going to be done via the internet, um, webinars, or module training. So, again, if you want to get that hard copy, it has the notebook and all of the different items, just go ahead and check it out at the cart. Now, when we come to the first part of this whole fitness makeover workshop, it's gaining control. And control is being in control of your own thoughts and your own actions. And sometimes it's difficult to recognize what we do and do not control, and this is a very major portion of the course. Now I'm going to review with you some of the modules that are covered and what the subjects are. So for example, the first module is about self-talk. And self-talk includes topics like your self-esteem, your current habits, how to make new habits, your obstacles, current obstacles, past ones, how you've overcome some, how to overcome obstacles in the future, your own belief system, why you do the things you do, why do you think the way you do, Why do sometimes you keep doing the same things over and over, even though you know you're not getting the result that you want? And of course, your self-talk. Now, if you remember from a previous podcast where I covered your mantra, what are the things that you're saying to yourself? Did you write down your mantra? What are you saying every day? What is your thought pattern? In the workshop and in these modules, we're going to go very deep into all of these categories because those are the core of motivation. Those are the things that drive you to do what you do, whether it's a successful venture or an unsuccessful one. And what better time to change your thoughts and change your world than the beginning of a new year? now the next section is about goal setting and I know a lot of times we think it's very simplistic but you know what most of the time we don't achieve a goal because we don't break it down into the right pieces or we don't stay on track which goes back to the first module of motivation self-talk why you do the things you do so we're going to talk about in the second module goals and how to set realistic ones and put time frames on them and and make a step-by-step plan
1: which kinda goes into the next part of the whole series, which is planning. Now, most people don't think they need help in this area, but realistically time management is what most people do need help with. Time management is what enables you to get more done in less time. So if you find yourself saying I don't have time to exercise, I don't have time to eat right, you definitely need to take a look at your time management skills. Obviously some things are not quite right, either you're overwhelmed, you're committing too much, or maybe you're goofing around too much, um, or maybe you're not focusing on what the important items are and you're getting sidetracked by some of the smaller things that aren't as important at the end of the day. And time management is so much more than just staring at the clock. It's also about being organized, being accountable, and how to find accountability to keep you on track getting to your laser focus, focusing on what's important, and looking at your accomplishments and setting rewards for yourself. So planning is another very huge part in whether you're successful or not when it comes to your fitness goal or any goal in life. So you're probably starting to see by now that each section kind of builds on the previous. And that's kind of what life is, isn't it? It all works together. Now there's a bonus module that I'm going to be adding and that is on visualization and that's to help you really unleash that entire power and understand that whole like attracts like or law of attraction and how you can start seeing yourself enjoying success. And part of seeing yourself enjoying success is called confidence. And there's many areas of our lives that we're not completely confident in. But all this works together so that you can achieve, even if it's the smaller steps, you make achievements, you get to the bigger ones, and you know what? That increases your self-confidence. Now, I'll go a little deeper into each of the modules in future podcasts, but right now, since the first one, which is on self-talk, is most important, I'm going to go a little more into detail on that. So, did you kind of go back to that mantra podcast? Do you even know what I'm talking about? It was quite a while ago, but the mantra was something that you repeat to yourself that may not be exactly true right now, but it is something that you're working towards and you want it to be true. And it has to be in the positive present tense. For example, when I'm working with athletes, a lot of times the mantra is, I am strong and powerful. They may feel weak and horrible, but they're going to say to themselves regularly, I am strong and powerful. We even had t-shirts made that said that. And that's something that helped to keep the positive attitude and to keep them on track when sometimes they didn't feel like working out so did you do yours and if not go back and find the podcast and listen to it I'll post it in the notes so that you can find it a little easier but some other examples would be I am consistent with my workouts I am eating healthy all the time or I'm eating more healthy all the time if you don't really believe that part These are all the daily talks you have with yourself, the little ones that are usually inside your head, and these go hand in hand with self-esteem. Now right now, how would you rate your self-esteem on a level of, say, one being the lowest and 10 being the best? A lot of times we don't really have as much as we think. And let me help you out by defining some of the self-esteem guidelines. So healthy self-esteem is gonna consist of respect for your own abilities, your own potential, and your value. Knowing your strengths and trusting in them. Appreciating and accepting your own limitations. And you need to recognize that some limitations can be overcome and others can't. I mean if you're five foot four you're not going to be five foot ten. Okay but some things you can push past and break through, like running a marathon or completing a a workout or an exercise class. The most important part of self-esteem and self-confidence come from understanding that, you know what, other people's perceptions of us don't determine who we are on the inside. Too often we place value on what other people say or think about us and really it doesn't matter. That does not tell you who you are you're a good person inside you know it. There's a wonderful saying that says a diamond doesn't know its own value but it's still a diamond nonetheless. So remember every one of you is a diamond. Some of you just shine sooner than others but eventually every one of you does shine and without a doubt every single person is priceless. Now here's a question. How many of you have some sort of exercise equipment at home? And what about cardio equipment? Is it a treadmill or a stepper or a bike? And did you know that the number one fear people have when they buy a piece of equipment for the home is that they're not going to use it? And we all kind of know how the story goes. You get the treadmill, you're excited, use it for a few days and then it sits and then it becomes a clothes rack and on down the line. Well, that does not have to happen. You can make an investment in a piece of cardio equipment and use it regularly if you follow a few little simple steps. Now there's actually five of them. The first one is simple, do your research. Make sure you know what piece of equipment you're looking for, make sure it fits your needs. If you hate walking on a treadmill, don't get one. Look at a bike or a stepper or a cross trainer. Now, if you live in a condo or someplace really small, do you need to have uh, something that saves space, like a folding treadmill or something small? And then the little things. Do you like to drink water during your workout? Do you want to look at a magazine? You know, see if they uh, have a console on whatever the equipment is. If not, can you purchase one? Now the other thing is if you get really bored easily, then you might want to think about something that gives you a challenge like pre-programmed settings or compatible with the iFit. These are all things that might cost you a little more in the beginning, but if it actually means you're going to be using your piece of equipment, then it's well worth it. Now the second piece of advice is to place this piece of equipment in what you might call a happy spot. Something that's well lit, that's open, that's stimulating, that you don't feel like you're being crushed or thrown in a corner. Don't face your treadmill or piece of equipment near an empty wall, because then you're definitely going to get bored. It's more realistic to put it near a television or maybe even near a computer or facing a window where you can look outside and feel like you're walking outside. And rooms have their own feels to them, so you want to make sure that you pick a room that makes you feel happy and energized and that you want to enter into. Setting up a room that is highly motivating is going to really encourage you and make you want to go use your piece of equipment. Now you also want to be prepared for your workouts. Do you want to listen to music? Do you have a CD player? Or do you want to watch a movie? Do you have a DVD player nearby? What about reading magazines? I mean, all of these things need to be close by so that you can get right to your workout and have whatever you need to get you through that actual workout. And the important thing is to have all of those items ready before your piece of equipment even arrives at your house. That way, you'll be ready to Hit the ground running. Some pun intended on that one. Now you also need to have an exercise plan. Now I know we talk about this a lot because it's really important. You definitely want to have either a chart or a calendar where you can log your workouts and maybe you can also set yourself up to say okay the first week I'll be doing this and the second week that and maybe trying to get just 10 minutes a day for the first week and then 20 minutes a day for the next week or whatever is sensible and not overwhelming. But you definitely need to have some sort of goal, whether your goal is to start doing interval training or whether your goal is to start using an incline or whatever the case may be, start with a plan and a goal. Now, of course, tracking your progress goes right along with this. Every time you actually do use your piece of equipment, you're going to feel good about it. You're going to feel good about your investment. You're going to feel confident that you did the right thing. And nothing is better than looking at a calendar and seeing it filled with the workouts that you've done. So just like